This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Why I can't I don't know medicines. Jesus. We can't talk about Mucinex anymore, guys. Really? TJ Miller ruined it, you know. Oh, <laughs> starting off twenty eighteen with a bang! Happy New Year! Happy basketball! Happy guys. basketball year! We're back, goddamn. Yeah, the boys uh, are back in town. We took some time off. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed our Christmas episode. Did we get any predictions right? We got a few, right? I think we did. I yeah. was wrong. I knew that. Yeah, happily wrong. Uh, yeah. Thank, shout out Jack Knight for, for being on the pod. Yeah, thank you. Uh, filling in week. for Peter. Yeah, we met. We, yeah, we so took we a prison. We took yeah. one week off. It did feel like a longer time, just because because we banked episodes. Yeah. Yeah. He banged episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm fist bumping Peter right now. All right. Yeah. Nicely, nicely done, gents. Um, 2018, guys. 2018. Any, any New Year's basketball resolutions you got? Your, your habits, your lifestyle, your team. Uh, the Wizards need to start making some damn free throws. The Wizards need to start caring against people that. Yeah. Like, All right. are bad. Like they don't care about against bad teams, and then they lose to like T-O, the fucking Hawks. T O T O. Nobody cares about like 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 the bad team like the bad teams can just beat good teams and it's just not a big deal anymore. Like the so, Wizards whooped the Celtics, and now they're gonna chill for like two months. Obviously, yeah, not yeah. Even, I mean I don't know. We beat a couple bad teams after that, but we we just blew a Bucks game. Yeah, you guys are better than the Bucks. Throws, yeah, yeah, absolutely better than the fucking Bucks. Yeah, shout out Giannis Tentacumpo. He's probably gonna be the All Star captain. It looks yeah. like unless LeBron's fan club can kind of. Bring up the rear and get the votes up. When are they going to fix that shit, dog? Like, I don't like that it's based off Retweets. how many times you can vote. It is so dumb to me. Yeah. Like, I, at least back in the day when I was voting for, like, the Indians and in baseball in the 90s, you would have to, like, use your, your, your use your fucking mom's key or, like, a pen yeah. to, like, po- punch it out and then go, like, drop it off at a fucking yeah. office max. You did that shit once, dog. You're like, all right, I filled out 10 ballots, but it wasted some of my time. Now it's like... A, a retweet? Who like? Yeah, come on. And like last year, Zaza Pachulia was like among the leaders, and then they they were like, "Well, we're gonna give." Uh, well, then it's gonna be fan vote fifty percent, players twenty five, media twenty five, and it's like, well, just the reason why Zaza Pachulia is a leader is because people figured out, oh, we can vote as much as we want, as often as we want. It's because it doesn't matter. His country's yeah. like main export is like working for the Russians and hacking the internet. Yeah. So, so like, just for like, sure some dudes who like hacked some Hillary emails also put in like 30,000 votes for Zaza Pachulia. That's what they were doing on their lunch break, bro. They just <laughs> eating their egg salad sandwich in their fucking like third bedroom apartment or three bedroom apartment with like 30 other hackers. 
Yeah, just, I, just, I just don't like that the NBA is rewarding fools for being fucking weirdos who can just vote for people all day long. Yeah. Who wants that, man? Yeah. Yeah, just take the fans out of it. The real fans don't actually – anyone who's worth their fan weight and salt. Is that how it goes? Did I say that right? Man, my brand is too valuable, dog. I can't just be – Come on. Vote in Bradley Beal every day, every hour. Do you think Kevin Durant has burner accounts? <laughs> Retweeting himself. Kevin no, Durant has definitely good. hired virtual assistants in like Mumbai to just sit all day started. and retweet yep. him. Well, yeah, as as much of a hit he's as his reputation and everything is kind of like taken over the past year or so, uh he's still the, the top vote getting forward, right? Front court guy in the West. Yeah. I mean yeah. he's he's pretty good at basketball. Yeah, pretty good at basketball and he's had the burners auto retweeting since Chris Bosch was wearing the leather hat. Remember the year he did the cowboy oh, yeah. campaign? Yeah. Yeah. You think Chris Bosch wears that leather hat at home? Oh, I would. He's <laughs> like, Mom, stop selling drugs in the house. Take me seriously with this hat. That's my that's my Chris that's Bosch impression. Solid. I was yeah. wondering if it was gonna turn Canadian. Mom? Mom? Stop selling drugs in my house. Stop selling drugs in my house. That wasn't Chris Bosch. That was us, guys. Speaking of hats, Jamel, you're not wearing a hat. I feel like it's the first time I've seen you and not wear a hat in a long time. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to play it. It's raining out. It's raining out. It's raining out. Raining out. Hat. Yeah. I got, a, no, I got a little beanie. I got a little beanie, but it's kind of tight. I got a deal on a bunch of beanies at this little, um, one of these little spots in Burbank that you could like mail out packages. Like Box Brothers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should and do they a had hats for the low. You should do a storytelling show, like a one man show, where you just like tell stories about every article of clothing that you're wearing, and just see where it takes you. Because you know, I don't think you, I don't think you have an article of clothing that doesn't have like a beautifully rich, inviting, <laughs> like national treasure twist and turn story to it. Every article true. of clothing you that Jamel owns has like, oh, like, let me tell you about this hat. You're like Got the this fourth w- person who's told me that. Yeah, I should probably do that shit. I just like the idea that you've quote got a deal on some beanies. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounded like you met a guy in an alley, got like a gross of 144. You and my mother shop. Yeah, you and my mother shop alarmingly similar ways. <laughs> the dude I got the beanies from definitely got the beanies in an alley, but I got them from a dude. In another in, store, it's in, like, a, in like a nicer alley. Yeah. Well, yeah. that means that you in need to go store. straight to the source. You got some stepped on beanies. You need to go, you need nah, to get some true. raw uncut. After I got them all, I was like, damn, because they're kind of a little tight on my head, and I was like, shit. But mm. it's like colors I've never seen before, though. I got a lavender. Ooh, beanie, Ooh. that's that's cool. See what I'm saying? Yeah. How like what are they thick knit? Like cable knit? Like what are we talking about? We're talking about standard cuffed beanie. You know what I'm saying? You fucking flip the top, but it's like. You get it for four dollars at a hardware store. Above yeah. the ears, okay. above the ears. Mm-hmm. You, you can do below. You can you can bring it tight. Yeah, you can probably roll that cuff down a little. Do you up. more often do above the ears or below the ears? I feel like I see more you with above because uh, I'm always yeah. trying to look like Ti, so I'll always I'll hang them up there kind of high. Same. You know Let's say when he's selling bean pies on a. Mm-hmm. Or North Broad in Philly. Yeah, when you <laughs> see me, above. when you see me at the Columbia Heights Metro with the uh, black Israelites, <laughs> it's way down, and I got two grenades worth of oils, <laughs> two straps. All right, guys, we're gonna uh, listeners listen up, listeners. We're gonna do something a little different today. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, baby. It's kind of the doldrums of the winter, right? NBA news is kind of. 
you know, we had the thrilling highs of the of the off season, and then kind of things got a little crazy in the early mm-hmm. season, and now we're kind of at this like weird midpoint where it's not All Star break yet, and there's not a lot of exciting things happening right now, right? No, I, like the season's kind of like everyone's like, oh, the season starts in Christmas, but then also like people stop caring for like the first like most of the because NBA playoff or the NFL playoffs. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, bro, I kind of I wasn't on football at all. I didn't know what the fuck was dog. Going Welcome. Welcome to the No Football Zone. I got some Vikings gear I'm ready to bust out. but Okay. Yeah, I, yeah nobody's going to actually give a shit, like you said, till after the Super Bowl, which is two weeks before All-Star, All-Star break. break. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, trade like because now we're starting to get some trade rumors that we can talk about next week and whatnot. Now it's like going to start heating up. But for right now, it's like still Christmas break. And right now, the most exciting, interesting story in the NBA is uh, the story of Alonzo Ball's appearance on Fuller House. That wasn't an orchestra. Yeah, that was Peter. <laughs> For the uninitiated, uh, Netflix... The, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Netflix has rebooted the classic TV show. Classic in quotation marks, I guess. Yeah, uh, Full House. And it's just the same cast, but all 30 years older. And, same uh, writers, all 30 same years writers, older. Same writers, all 30 years older. And Adam Hagenboo, who I went to college with. Shout out. Jimmy Gibbler. Jimmy Gibbler. Peace to uh, Jeff Franklin. Making it all possible. <laughs> Making dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. EP, yeah. But uh, I guess it's a big hit on Netflix because they're in their third season now. And, yeah. Uh, Lonzo Ball guest starred in the season finale. Season three finale. Yeah. So Pause guys, the podcast. Yeah. So we go watch the pod. Go watch this. Yeah. If you want to continue with this podcast, you're going to need to yeah. stop yeah. the show right now. Get up. Watch that. Come back. Yeah, but if you're at work or on the subway and you can't watch it, uh, pause it, and then we'll, we'll no, see you later say, tonight. So give them yeah, a, let's, yeah. let's give a quick recap of what happened. All right, welcome back. Okay, thank you for coming back. <laughs> now we're gonna recap the thing you just watched. <laughs> Yo, this show is bananas. It's it it's insane that it exists. I think uh, it feels a little bit like a fever dream. It is like a meta fever dream too. Yeah, it's cash grab for everyone involved, which. Hey, I wanna, I'm trying to grab some cash out here. Yeah, I'm so happy for anybody cashing checks. Yeah. Honestly. You know, I don't feel any, uh, is the word antipathy towards anyone? Does that mean like I feel like, or like, you know, an- animosity? Animosity or antipathy. What does that antipathy mean? That means you're into spiders. You, it's like the opposite of empathy. It means you oh. don't give a shit about someone. Yeah, I guess I have antipathy, but no like uh, animosity towards anyone getting those checks. Yeah, Because no. they're all grabbing them. It just does feel like dirty, and you. I mean, Mike, you, you kind of summed it up best about what the show feels like from like a writing perspective. Thank you, teeny up there. I don't know what you're. I don't know what. What did I say? You just said it was like the same kind of writers. Oh yeah, well, it, they brought back the entire writing staff, uh, who are now just all these like sixty-five year old men, uh, who in the past thirty years since the show has like been off the air have not updated their cultural references at all. So we're getting a show. That is ostensibly targeted at like 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds uh, with references to the Fonz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with uh, Beach Boys jokes, with uh, uh, Madonna jokes, which actually the best joke. That was a good they, the, they did have a Maybe good the only good joke in the entire episode was it's about Madonna. Like, it's like if you got Larry Brown to coach an AAU team right now. 
That in basketball terms, that is perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, what, what's Larry going to do? But also, as if Larry Brown were to be like, let me tell you guys about when I was at Kansas. And they're all like, yo, dog, I don't fucking care. Like, I, because that's, because we like, don't know other, what Kansas is. Yeah, what is Kansas? Kansas. Like, because, like, Fuller the House. Band. <laughs> <laughs> what if Larry Brown was in Kansas, the band? That's a different dimension. Yeah, yeah that'd be fire. Pick and roll. <laughs> so, but like uh, Larry Brown, like in Fuller House, all the writers expect all these 13 year old kids who are watching this show to like know Full House lore. Yeah, yeah that's the an, Atlanta it's, Celtics. Yeah. yeah. It's so incredibly self referential. Uh, but the audience has probably never seen the show. I mean, I've seen 100 episodes of Full House probably. For sure, yeah. I and yeah. Well, we're in that age range where, like, we would see them. People 15 years younger than this, are they watching Full House? Absolutely not. Yeah. So they're basically writing jokes for people, for, like, parents who are, like, walking by. And they're like, what? Oh. Oh, wait. What was that episode? Why is all the furniture the same? Yeah. They was, haven't changed the furniture. That was They strange. even make a joke about it. They made the a show. joke about yeah. it. And it's like, do you, you just been getting this reupholstered the same way? After your dad left the house, you're like, I'm going to keep everything the exact same. Every year, I'm going to reupholster yeah. it. Oh, okay, so yeah, DJ and Stephanie, the two daughters yeah. from the original, uh, not Michelle because they couldn't get the Olsen twins back. Uh, but of they course. now live in the house they grew up in. Yes. Um, but you guys all just watch parents, this. Yes. <sighs> it's so confounding. Everything it's, is confounding about it's it. It's so intense. Uh, okay, but here's how Lonzo Ball uh, comes in. So Steve, who is DJ's boyfriend from the original show, yes. uh, from high school, and now they're they're fucking again thirty years later. Had they, a kid, or did, is that no? Not... I think I think uh, I think she, similar to her dad. Oh, her, her she's husband widowed. died. That's her husband right. died. That's right. Yeah. Just for reference, DJ, not the meth one. No, not the meth one. Stephanie not the Taylor. one. Who, not Although, the one who's like, I'm going to break out into song right now because yeah, it's yeah, in my contract. Yeah. Although, yeah. yeah, in a in what they must have thought was a delightful twist. Uh, Stephanie, as an adult now, is a DJ. And no way. Her her DJ name is DJ Tanner. No way. Uh, I remember that. I saw some of the first season, and that's like the first joke she gets in the first episode. That was a joke that uh, Frank Capello and I shot a pilot for E Network, and it was about. It was basically like the Diplo show now on Vice. It's like called I'm not a DJ, but our original name for the dude was DJ Tanner, and the executive that we were in a meeting with who uh, who bought the project was like, "You guys can't, you guys have to change that name because my good friend's son is actually DJ Tanner, like in real life." No shit. And like it was like it's just embarrassing, or so. it was like something about like a personal thing for him. He's like, "You just have to change that name," but everything else is like a go. So many so, DJ Tanner jokes. I'm sure there are right now. Oh, so yeah. many. D- I'm sure there are so many real DJ Tanners. There's got to be. There's got to be like There's half that, a dozen. One exact son. <laughs> but to your point earlier, like none of these guys were like, like someone's been sitting on that joke since like 1988. Someone's basically been that joke since like 1998 when they learned that DJing was a thing <laughs> and they're like fuck I wish full house was still on cuz could have had a great yeah. runner we'll never scratch this itch yeah. uh but congrats on finally getting that joke out who I guess Jeff Franklin uh okay but so yeah Steve is DJ's boyfriend uh-huh. who's now a podiatrist and I guess in some kind of plot we didn't watch any episodes leading up but apparently None. 
there is a, a through line because there was a lot of information that they thought that we would know about the backstory. But yeah, are there other like Lakers involved? Do they have Samaki Walker coming? <laughs> that would be incredible. Like episode yeah. two. Yeah, uh, they did have uh, Nwamba last season before he he left for the yeah. Bulls. Nice. Uh, just like a little pop in there. But Steve is a podiatrist now. And apparently he's up for his dream job, which he's, I think he said at one point, I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid. Yeah. About being the Los Angeles Lakers one official day, podiatrist. I'm going to get my hands all over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's feet. Yeah. But which is also funny because his character back originally in the show was a fucking dummy who like, no one would have known that he would have been a doctor, right? His whole thing was that he or was an idiot to... that he had, he had constantly had a sandwich in his hand. Like that, he was like fucking Jughead in the comics. <laughs> not, not this new fuckable Jughead from Riverdale, but like old Jughead who just like was a dope that ate hamburgers constantly. Okay. Yeah. But I guess apparently they're retconning his history that he was always going to be a doctor and really wanted to Foot doctors work for the Lakers. Idiots. I feel like feet, you could be a dummy. <laughs> you still have to... Get like your MD though, right? Yeah, you gotta go through school, but come yeah, on. you could like you know you could cheat on most of them tests. Yeah, probably feet cheat on the feet. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Hashtag but, cheat on the feet. Yeah, hit us up at Airbuds Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag cheat on the feet. I can't wait, can't wait to see what kind of pictures are already in that hashtag. <laughs> Just want to know who made it far enough into this episode. Like, the five people who got this deep. Dude, we haven't even gotten Alonzo yet, man. No, okay. So, Steve, where we pick up, Steve is letting DJ know uh, on the eve of the anniversary party, which I don't even know. Oh, my God. Apparently, there's, Okay. So Steve is letting DJ know that he loves her too much and he's not going to take this job and leave since just go to go to L.A. and be the Lakers podiatrist. Proving that he is an idiot. Proving that he is an idiot, but yeah, proving no. his love for DJ. Also, like, you couldn't fucking commute. Get out of here. It's 81 games a year, dude. You could be up in... Yeah. Like, how often are they like, oh, yo, come check out this dude's foot? Because if you're a specialist, that means you're... Whatever. Yeah. Riddle with plot holes. Yeah. On cue, though, right after Steve says this, knock on the door... DJ says, it's always open, I guess as a joke, because everybody just always walks into the, the house. Uh, door opens, enters Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Wearing the two black leathers. Full leather. Even the sole is leather. Yeah. Just caked. Caked in, in makeup. makeup. His oh adult acne, barely even Nowhere there. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. It's like the base was proactive. Yeah. <laughs> What's his foundation? Oh, it is... Uh, it is high-grade Chemical proactive. grade proactive. Uh, Pre-haircut. Pre like, couldn't have any too. kids on that scene yeah. because yeah. it was dangerous to children. Yeah, Kimmy Gibbler in this episode was pregnant, and they couldn't be on the set at the same time. Well, we are going to get to Kimmy Gibbler being pregnant because we haven't watched any other ones, but I have a thousand questions okay, about yeah, well, that. So we'll get to that. So Lonzo shows up as a last-ditch effort to try to uh, win Steve over to the Lakers. Um. How would you how would you say Lonzo's acting is? Out of ten, I defer to you. Four and some change. Oh, I was gonna give him like a five. But see, in that like this is on a real acting scale. Okay, athlete okay. acting scale, maybe even somewhere in the six. Yeah, I, I would say he's about a six or seven. Yeah, yeah. In, on the athlete scale, he's a six. In real life, he's like a three. Yeah, three. It's maybe four. Yeah, having seen Ron Harper on Keenan and Cal. Easily a six. Better than Ron Harper? Yeah, Ron's probably, he's setting the zero. Like, he's the a zero on the scale. Or He's the one. Okay. He's the one. Got it. Ten being... So everything is like... Rick Fox? 
Oh, Rick Fox yeah. has got to be like Rick, nine, Rick. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick Fox yeah. is like as an, an on the athlete scale, he's like an eleven. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's amazing. He yeah. holds it, dude. He held it down in Oz. Yeah, like he was like a real. He's got a legit acting career. Yeah. Rick Fox. Yeah, shots to you. Yeah. So Shout it's it's Fox. Ron Harper to, from Ron Harper to Rick, Rick Fox. Fox. Yeah, he's somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Uh, fine, fine. Definitely elevated the show uh, that we were watching. It made me interested. I mean, I only clicked it because of him. And we also just saw a scene where, like, John Stamos, Dave Coulier, and Bob Saget, and a Mexican or a Hispanic royal dude was all in a bed together. I have no idea what was happening. There was just, like, a weird gay panic scene where, like, they all woke up in bed together and, like, did we fuck? <laughs> there, were, there, were, there were two two different kinds of jokes happening in that scene. Like, a nonsensical, like, just nonsensical, like, someone, like, eating a sandwich or, like, talking about something that makes no sense at all. Or, like, are we gay? Yeah. And then it became like it transformed into like, are we losers? Because they, because we all slept in the same bed, we all slept in bed, and because you're noon. either poor yeah. or gay or both, but either way, that makes you shitty people. Here's a sandwich. <laughs> um, so Lonzo, uh, to try to I guess seduce Steve a little bit, takes his shoe off <laughs> and puts his foot up on the table, yeah. expertly placing the the. Big ball of brown shoe yes. on the yeah. table so for on the a beautiful placement for shot. For the rest of the scene, that yeah. is his. That is his father's son right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Lonzo's foot is his. Okay, he's not wearing a sock under these Zotus, and you could tell that the Zotus aren't the highest quality because the fabric has clearly bled onto his foot because his foot has this kind of orange hueish to it. Yeah, I you mean, don't tan the bottom of your feet. Like no, yeah. but also like the bottom of your feet are weird as fuck. You know, like they're just sometimes they're discolored or weird looking. Well, I mean, a byproduct of walking around in all leather shoes, leather Ugh, on the inserts, right. leather yeah. inserts. Yeah, he's. You know it's I mean? definitely it's from the shoes. Yeah, it's leather related. If you were thinking about getting Zotus, be warned, your white socks are going to be fucking orange as fuck the first few times you wear it. All uh, right, I don't know why. Like they are like the most basic shoes. Like they make all Steph Curry shoes look like. Like Air Force Ones. I don't know. I think they they're not bad looking shoes. They're just Kobe ripoffs. That's all. They're just like the, the last the, what are the Kobe Elevens or whatever the last ones he had. But like, like smoothed out. Like it's like less. It, like I, my, maybe I mean I know nothing about sneakers, so no one should take anything I say. I think they're decent looking sneakers okay. that just look like other shoes. They look kind of like the Kyrie's. They look kind of like Kobe's. If your shoes at all look like a sh- pair of shoes, I would be like, oh yeah, those would probably be comfortable for me to weigh tables in at some point. Then like. For me, that's a red flag. Yeah, you could also be in a marching band. Yeah, with no shoes. Or like, I'm going to be a phlebotomist. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yo, I'm. Uh, you could be like a going to be on the crew for this like regional theater production, and I need some like quiet but sturdy black shoes. There you go, Zotus. Zotus. The air orderlies, the air hospital orderlies. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, a, <laughs> I'm in an all female remake of Disorderlies, <laughs> and I need a pair of shoes. What am I going to do? I'm in a bar mitzvah dance crew. At a country club. You're a party starter. Get this party started. Um, I'm a public figure on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? All right, so Lonzo puts his bare foot up on the table. Steve, the podiatrist, immediately comes in his hard. pants. Yeah, immediately like, dick yeah. hard as could be. He basically is like just lusting after this young teenager's foot. Salivating like his foot is a sandwich. Leading his girlfriend, Candace Cameron Bure, is that her, how you say her name? I'm not sure. To DJ. take off her own shoe and place it next to Lonzo's barefoot, which touched him. 
touched them. Yeah, they the were like touching. Well. There are if these walls could tell adults with foot fetishes that have jerked off to that oh, moment a hundred times, hundred percent. Because it's just a thousand. Weirdly, do you think Jeff Franklin has a foot fetish? I don't know, man. I could believe it. It was yeah. just like, all right, guys, how are we gonna get Lonzo Ball's shoe into this episode? Like, was he a podiatrist this whole time? Or is this the, do you think this is the first time? Hit us up if you are a fan of the show and have watched All of Fuller House and just let us know if he's always been a podiatrist or this is the first time you're actually hearing about it. I, yeah, that's actually a good question. Because I feel like he was a veterinarian or something at one point. Because it also feels like a show that they would just like hard, like be like, he's a podiatrist now. And I mean, you're like, okay. It, also in this episode, they just were like, Jesse and Joey own a nightclub now. <laughs> like, But it's also a laundromat. They, yeah, it's a laundromat that they paid cash for. In oh my god! Like the whole thing is that like they needed jobs, jobs, because <laughs> they were unemployed and had nothing to do. And then they went out and bought a fucking building in cash in one day in San Francisco. San Francisco proper. So they got like one point five million in liquid cash, and they need jobs. <laughs> Straight up. And they're like, all right, guys, let's we got to dip into the honeypot here, like pulling hundred dollar stacks like out of like the wall. Honestly, that's probably the most like real life scenario on the show. <laughs> that's such a like adult San Francisco like thing to do. Oh, I need a job. I'm so bored. You know what? I'll buy a two million dollar <laughs> business in cash by cash the end of the day, <laughs> and yeah. get like balloon fixtures put up in there. Like, ready to go. Yeah. I mean, that came with the building. Yeah. So, anyways, Lonzo Ball wraps up his cameo with a push-up contest with Candace Cameron Bure, who clearly just wanted to do the push-up contest because she works out a lot. She yeah, maybe wants to show it off. Does she have, like, a workout brand or lifestyle brand or something like that? I'm going to go sit ahead and say yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, like she Ames. does. She's probably selling her shit at Ames, maybe the last 12 Kmarts in the yeah. country. Something yeah. like that. And they definitely every actor on this show has seems to have some kind of side hustle that they're using the show to push, a la Stephanie Tanner suddenly turning the last four minutes into a music video for an original song. <laughs> My God, uh, that was that was the most. Everyone on the show is pushing something. Lonzo nope. Ball came onto the show to push his shoes. Candace Cameron Bure is probably pushing some kind of Pilates lifestyle. Stephanie Tanner, but it's probably like, pushing guys, a music career. Who are you pushing this to? Like eight year olds. Like, I mean, who's going to buy fucking Stephanie Tanner's music other than eight-year-olds right now? By accident, who, like, have... But who buys music anymore? We're just going to stream it? God-fearing adults. Or kids that have no concept of money whose parents' iTunes are linked to their their iPhones. Yeah, Yeah, but they're not buying that. They're doing cocaine already. If you're nine years old and you're doing coke, hit us up at Airbuds Pod. Peter would like some. If you're a baby and you got cocaine, hit us up. And you're watching Fuller House. We all were stumped by that, like, true. Yeah, yeah. It does make sense. Uh, Lonzo did have a good joke on the way out. Yeah. So, I guess Candace Cameron beats him in the push-up contest. And Steve says, sorry, Lonzo, I have to go with my girlfriend. Because she did. And she had had great form. I know the elbows were wide, but, like. She was doing one-legged push-ups, which, you know. That's some serious Not shit. Not that impressive, but I guess... Oh, okay. I mean... Pretty no. impressive. Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. I don't know. I guess so. Well, if she went like one, one-handed, one I would have been... Oh, why geez. didn't Lonzo go one-handed? Like, why Why did he... he... He's under contract, bro. You can't be straight yeah, no, shit for a cameo. He's got a bruised shoulder right now. Yeah. You think Paul Walker cared about his contract and he <laughs> wrapped his car on a tree? They, yeah. didn't, they didn't want him racing cars. <laughs> he probably signed something. Well, saying he wouldn't. Well, there you go. Come on. Was he driving that car or was he the passenger? No, he was the passenger. That's Someone the else worst was driving. part. Yeah. yeah tough. Some idiot uh, was just like, 
I don't mean to make light of that. R.I.P. Paul Walker. I Fast and the Furious is one of my favorite franchises, and uh, he is missed. Yeah, you live through our rhymes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then Lonzo gets beat by Candace Cameron Bure. Bure. I, how the fuck do you say her name? I DJ. DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. Uh, and he gets up. Who wants to deliver his lines? Oh, I don't remember your shit's done. He gets up. He goes. And he goes, I feel like a fool. And then he walks to the door, carrying the one shoe, still yeah. half barefoot. Uh, and then he turns around and says, I'm the number two pick all over again. And then walks out all sad. And then uh, DJ Tanner makes uh, fun of him for crying. Calls I'm him a little, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was another time. I was like, oh, that was kind of good. Kinda funny. Yeah, that was actually a good joke. And that was Lonzo Ball's, uh, the end of his cameo. So yeah, there, we, there you go. The most important story of 2018 in the NBA so far is that. It was fine. It's also weird, though, because you're like, Doug, you are like 19 years old on the worst team in the league. Not the worst. They better hope to be the worst team in the league, because otherwise, who, who, the Sixers? Who gets their, or the Nets? The Nets, someone gets their pick. I think the if Sixers, it's, Sixers end up getting their, getting their pick this year, I think. Or if one it's of the picks. two oh. through five. Yeah. Is that is that a Sixers pick? I believe so. If the Lakers get picked two through five, they don't have their pick. But if they are, like, full number one, then they have, they save their pick. One or six? Basically. Jesus, what a terrible deal. And they're like so clearly bottom. Like it's yeah. almost worse for them. I guess if they don't, if the Sixers don't get it this year, then they definitely just get whatever the pick is next year, right? I think so. Yeah, there's like no protections. Uh, keeping it in the ball topic, uh, Lon- or LeVar Ball made news today by saying that uh, Luke Walton needs to be fired, basically. Did you guys see that? I did see that. It's yeah. because he won't let his son do more cameos. Do you think that's it? Might Can't, be it. Might be it. How did this cameo Can't come about, do you think? Well, you know, early in the run, he still had the haircut, so you know, this is like before he says Nas is whack. This is yeah, this everything. is in the summer. Oh, yeah, do you yeah. think if Jeff Franklin heard him say Nas is whack, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have booked him? I think this is what led him to say Nas is whack. He got a touch. He got this first taste of real white money. In. He already had his reality show, though. Yo. I guess that's not white money. That ain't white money yet. No, Zuckerberg money is Facebook money is if you have a Facebook show, it's not white money. Netflix is definitely white money. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. All right, Protestant fair money. Jeff Franklin. I'm gonna go ahead and guess he's white. Yeah. Although me. I don't know, that's that could be a black name. Nah, nah. He white dog. I mean, I always think of like Kirk Franklin. That's a black ass dude. Jeff yeah. Franklin's not that far off. Fair enough. I can't. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Yeah. The creator of Full House. As much as I want to. <laughs> What the creator of Full House? What if Jeff Franklin was just a dude from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> he had a cigarette tucked behind his ear at all times. <laughs> Word to my mother, son. <laughs> this was going to get us out the hood. Unfiltered black and mild. It's like smoking <laughs> it on set. <laughs> it would be pretty good. Uh, all right, from the top. <laughs> DJ! <laughs> Run it back! So I think the rest of this episode is not worth talking about unnecessarily because it's, it doesn't have anything to do about. We have to talk about one more thing: yes. the pregnancy thing. Okay, again, if you have watched this show, I guess we could go on Wikipedia, but please just hit us up so I don't have to go on the Fuller House Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, we don't need. We it's don't it seemed like Kimmy Gibbler was trying to be the surrogate for Steph Tanner. Yeah, Steph Tanner's trying to get pregnant with. Kimmy Gibbler's brother. Well, I don't know if she's getting pregnant with him, but she's like, I want a baby. 
And, she, and but she's seemed, she's with Jimmy but she's Kimmel. with him. Yeah, I think unless they're not together. They said that they were each other's person. Yeah, remember? yeah. Like they, and then they kissed. And then they kissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then and then his kittens ran away. And then his kittens so ran his away. Kittens. Uh, so okay, so we can establish Stephanie Tanner and Kimmy Gibbler's brother Jimmy are fucking are fucking. At the same time, Kimmy Gibbler is trying to be her surrogate to have a baby. Yeah, trying so, to have a baby for Steph Tanner. Yes. So does she have her brother's sperm inside of her? <laughs> <laughs> Who's who offered Who's sperm? Whose sperm? Kimmy Gibber, they do reveal at the end, is actually pregnant. Is pregnant with a baby. Well, is she pregnant? Tanner. The deal, what is Sarah? It's like they put this sperm in the egg like they put it in like a, a, a ripped off corner of like a seven eleven bag, right? And then they yeah. melt the tip, <laughs> they wind it up and then melt the tip and then they drop it in there. So yeah. the sperm is never actually like in you, it's in its own little Seven Eleven bag. Capsule, all right, but it's right? Steph's egg too, right? There's many yeah. ways they also do a surrogacy. Like you can do oh. that. Like we're going to put a fertilized egg inside a womb oh. and just let your womb care for it. Mm-hmm. You can also do. I can't produce viable eggs, yeah. so my partner is going to fertilize one of your eggs. Even if it is Steph's egg, though, is there like some fucked up brother sister shit happening because that sperm is like similar to the DNA of the womb that's carrying it. Is the meth why she can't have kids? Do they reference the meth in the show? Oh, I don't know. I don't that'd know. That'd be good. I would, uh, that'd be tight. Good. Steph Tanner, hit us up at Airbus Yo, Pod. so many questions about this. Yeah. Why are you having... Well, you know... Also, you're, like, this you, is a kid you're show. You're friends this with is Jimmy Gibbler. Kid show. What's his name? It's a kid... Oh, Adam Hagenboom. Adam Hagenboom. Should I text him? Just, let's have him on. Alright. Let's have him on and yeah, ask him, like... Part, I'll see if he can come... Hey, yeah. did you fuck your sister? Or, like, did you just jizz in a cup and then put it in your sister with a turkey baster? Like, what happened? Yeah. I just don't want addressing this. Also, why is this a plot line? Just give Kimmy Gibbler something else to do. I think she had something to do. I don't know. I feel like in, like, the first season, again, I only watched a few episodes. I think she was, like, so that, that, that uh, Hispanic dude is her husband. And the whole first season, her story was, I think, getting back together with him because they were separated or something. Oh. There's so much happening that we do. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much we, complicated shit. We should um, do a Fuller House podcast. Should we? I, we? Should we just do like a, like a binge of like all of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want someone to explain it. I wish there was one already so I could just have it explained to me instead of having to like read about it. Yeah, what is Jason Concepcion going to do the Fuller House season binge of mode? Binge Mode? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a confounding show. Uh, Lonzo Ball, good for you. I'm sure. I bet he was a fan of the original. I bet he watched reruns or something. I bet he escaped his father's ire by locking himself in his bedroom and watching ABC Family reruns of Full House. I would be surprised oh, sure. if he did not know that show existed before yeah. he went out there. He's. It seems like a very a- random thing. Like, but then I guess like they went like the whole Ball family was on like WrestleMania or whatever. I don't know. Maybe are are these media companies just reaching out to them with random opportunities? Yeah, no, they got a wavy uh, like agent or like publicist or something. They just got a dude who's just like catching all that. I don't think it's wavy though, because like it's WWE and Fuller House. Like it's if you had if based. you had a better if you it's it's wave adjacent. Like if you had a better agent, I feel like you'd be getting better cameos or something. Yeah, true. I don't know. All the new BET shit. I guess WWE, I guess, but yeah, Fuller House and WWE are giant properties, right? I think they're trying to get the white, see, they, they want the white bread. They want, like, 
people in Arkansas to like Country them. potato, white bread. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I guess he is a wavy agent. <laughs> it's waiver related, <laughs> if nothing else. Mr. Waverstein. Yeah. Bar- Bernie Waverstein. Bernie Waverstein. Oh, guys. <laughs> this episode was fun. Yeah. It's a good time. It. Do we have everything we want to plug? Uh, I want to plug that little kid. Uh, he was a real standout. Oh, yeah. yeah. We forgot to mention to the kid. Yeah. The so youngest really it, yeah. kid is fantastic. Yeah, I think He's his name star. is Elias Harger. Yeah, a star. He plays Max Fuller. Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> Are their last names Fuller on Fuller House? Yeah. I had no idea. Doug, you didn't know their last names were Fuller? I somehow that, that missed me. Yeah. So Jesus. I guess DJ, No, no, no. Like DJ coming back, Tanner. she married a dude named Fuller. Right. Okay. So and he died. Yeah, I'm seeing on the MDB page her full name is DJ Tanner Fuller. Yeah. Terrible wow. name, too. Speaking of Tanner Fuller, uh, Jody Sweeten got some breast implants <laughs> between when Full House ended and this show started. Yeah. And they're very noticeable and featured. Like, pre- like prevalent character. Yeah. Prominent character. Yeah. Good for her. You know, she came back from a lot, Jody Sweeten. Still, some, still getting them checks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, shout out Elias Harger. Kid's like six years old and a better actor than 90% of the people on the show. Oh, my God. Best yeah. actor on the show. Yeah. Better than your friend. Yeah. Hagen Boo's good. He's good. Yeah, he was good, too. It's a, it's a one-two punch. Yeah. They should just do a buddy comedy. All right. Or a romantic comedy. I'm in. Watching either. I'm watching um, either. Call Me By Your Name, Fuller House style. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Elias Harger and uh, Hagen Boom. Like, if you guys want to do Call, call Me By Your Name, kind of like... Short film. <laughs> I've already got a script ready to go for you. Wow. Yeah. Written with both of you in mind. Uh, Jamal, don't you have a show this Saturday? No. No I on deck? Next Sunday. I got, uh, I'm Brandon Wardell and Friends. Oh. I'm co-hosting. So if you want to hear some uh, some new trap mix shit with some fucking 80s R&B shit, I finally figured out the formula for the, for the Spotify playlist. So come on down. Brandon Wardell and Friends is Sunday the 14th. At the satellite, Silver Lake is fuck. It's a fun show. Yeah, you can only get there on a paddle boat. <laughs> uh, Peter, you got anything you want to uh, you want to plug? Mixtape, mixtape oh, yeah. on Friday. Yeah, this, this Friday. Friday at the Virgil. Great lineup. Uh, first one of the year. It's free as hell. Happy hour drinks. Ooh wee! Come on yeah. out. If you're in LA, you got a few good comedy shows coming up this weekend. Why not hit it up? Hit it up. Uh, we're uh, at Airbuds Pod across all social media. Hit right. us up there. Hey, if you like this episode, and if you do, what is wrong with you? Uh, thanks for making it to the end. Thanks for making heart. it all the way Bless here. And now we are going to give you homework. Give us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us five stars. We'll shout you out on the pod. Uh, we'll read whatever you write in that little comment box. Uh, we begin some run on that on the iTunes. I yeah, only, I only see the SoundCloud numbers. You know, I haven't actually. Well, iTunes doesn't really give you numbers. It's like hard to know what, mm. what's happening through there. You'll uh, just know people have been nice though. People have been iTunes. generous with their five starring and their reviewing. Yeah, we got quite a few. Let's see. I didn't check before this if we had any new ones. And my guess is no. Why are we? Why are you so negative, Jamal? Why not be positive? Why not hope for the best? It's 2018. Things have got to go up from here, you know? All right, you're right. You're fucking right. There's no new ones. Damn it! (laughs) All right, fuck you guys. Bye. Later!
for the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.